Welcome to Pivot on Purpose. I am so glad you're here. I'm Stephanie, a multi-passionate coach, educator, entrepreneur, wife, and mama. I believe that we all deserve to be in careers that we are truly excited about. This podcast will offer you mindset tools and inspiring stories of people just like you who have made their own pivots toward possibility in their careers. We will not only normalize changing your mind when it comes to your career, we will give you the confidence and inspiration to move forward with your own unique pivots. Now let's get to the show. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here today. At the time of this recording, it is a Monday and my husband and I went out two nights in a row this weekend, once to a wedding on Saturday, and then Sunday we had tickets to go uh, see a show in Boston. So I am... um, I'm tired and my voice is a little hoarse. So sorry about that. But thank you for being here. I don't know the last time we did that. Like literally, it was definitely before we had kids. My oldest is uh, turned 10 a few months ago. So and I'm pretty sure we didn't do that while I was pregnant. But I don't know. It's been a really long time. And um, yeah, my feet are dragging a little this morning, but totally worth it. It was so much fun. But it was it was something we haven't done in a while, so I'm a little out of practice. But I'm glad you're here today. Thanks for being here. Speaking of which, if you are listening in and at any point you think, ooh, that really, that really hit me, that really made me think, or you really connect with something a guest that I bring on says, I would love to know that. I have had a couple of conversations in the last couple of weeks of people who are texting me or people I run into that say, hey, I've been listening to your show. I love it. This is the part that, you know, I this is what I love about it. Because I always like details too, like, because I want to know what is specifically working for the listener so I can do more of that. And, you know, at the same time, if there's something that isn't really working, I want to know that too, because this show is for you. So with that being said, I love to hear feedback. I am open to all of it. If you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram at small shifts, big change, if you want to tag me in your stories with a takeaway, that would be great as well. Send me an email to stephanie at smallshiftsbigchange.com. If you have my phone number, text me any way you want to get in touch. I would love to know what is working for you. So don't be a stranger. As I'm sitting here in my bedroom recording these and talking to myself, people always ask me, is it weird to talk to yourself? I'm like, it's actually not. I mean, it's a little weird, but I love to know, you know, who's listening in on the other end when the episode drops. So with that being said, the other announcement I have before we get into the juice today is that I am currently taking a few one-on-one clients on. So if you are someone who is thinking about making a transition in your career or your job, or you're someone who just, you know, we have the holidays are coming up on us very quickly here. And then, you know, we have a new year getting started. And I know around the new year, a lot of us start to think about like, what do we want for 2024 and may think about goals. I have a different approach to goal setting that is may not be something that you have seen before and um, frankly is a lot more effective and just feels better. And so if that's something that you're intrigued by or something you want to get a head start on, now is the time to really start digging into that and thinking about it. And if you're thinking about making a change in your career, your job, this is also the perfect time to start thinking about that. So don't wait until the new year comes knocking. 
let's get a head start on it. Let's start working together to kind of flesh out and build up your confidence and get some clarity around what could be next for you or what you're trying to accomplish. So if uh, any of that sounds like you, I would love to connect and just kind of have a conversation. You can learn a little bit more about how I work. I can learn a little bit more about what you're looking for. And maybe we'd be a great fit to work together. So send me, um, actually, you don't have to send me an email. You could send me an email, totally open to that. Also in the show notes is a link to my calendar. So you can just jump on the calendar and uh, we can have a little chat, get to know each other. So let me know uh, if that sounds like something that would work for you. I think it is one of the best things I've ever done in my life to date is working with coaches. Best investments I've made because it's really gotten me to the next levels of everything, of health, of business, of my own mindset, which has really transformed pretty much everything in my life. My parenting, my career, my relationships, everything. So um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Now, let's get into the juice today. This is such a great topic that I really think so many of you are going to resonate with. And if you haven't thought about things in this way before, then this is an invitation to you to start kind of paying attention to your thinking and see if this comes up for you at all. So what I want to share today is a little bit about all or nothing thinking and how it may be sabotaging you. And I'm going to share, I'm going to be sharing a story about very real time, all or nothing thinking that I was having myself and had to catch because it could have really taken me out of the game. So I'll share a little bit about that in a moment. But first, let's, let's just talk about this idea of all or nothing thinking. And it's, it's really, it's a thinking habit. So you have habits that you do, you know, in your life every day or every week or every, every how often. So like every day we brush our teeth every day, we take a shower every day, we make our bed, we do these certain things every single day. So those are habits that we might physically do. Maybe we go for a walk every morning, maybe, you know, whatever it is, maybe we have a smoothie every morning and we walk the dog and on and on. So there are these different things that we do every day. However, there are also habits, thinking habits. And that's real. Another word for that is mindset. But the word mindset is a little bit like people don't always know exactly what that means. It's also can be like triggering for some people. So we're really just talking about what are the habits? What are your thinking habits? So those are thoughts that you think over and over again related to an experience. So I want to just try to give you this visual. So if you can imagine, like, I want to share with you the the thinking habit loop that we go through in our head. So we have an experience or there's a circumstance or an event or something. And our brain interprets that circumstance event. And keep in mind, the circumstance event, whatever it is, that experience is a totally neutral thing. It's completely neutral at its core but our brain interprets it according to our thinking habit. And then there's some action, right? We take some action and then there's a result from that action. So that's the loop that kind of goes through. So we have this circumstance, it's kind of at the top, circumstance, experience, event, whatever. We get some information, 
that is all totally neutral until our brain interprets it. Then it gets out of neutrality. Our brain interprets it according to these habits we have of the way we think. And then our action is based upon that, right? It's based upon how we're thinking. And then we get some certain result. So that's kind of the how it works inside of us, if you can imagine that. And when we're talking about all or nothing thinking, it's a thinking habit. It's part of what we call the striving mindset. So this component, all or nothing, sounds like, you know, I'm either all in or I'm all out. Go big or go home. It's not a heck yeah, it's a heck no. Like these dichotomous ways of thinking that are, you know, either good or bad or whatever. So, and our brains are hardwired to do this. So this is not, there's nothing wrong with you. If you do this, your brain's doing what it should. And, you know, back in a long, long time ago, this was very, very helpful because we would, you know, you would encounter uh, an animal if you're out hunting and you have to know right away, like, is this animal um, a friend or a foe? Is this an animal that's going to attack me or do, you know, like, so you needed to kind of know these things. We don't really live like that anymore. And so sometimes it can be helpful, but most of the time it's just really kind of sabotaging us. So <clears throat> if we, at, at, not to mention it's, it can sabotage us, but also if you go all in on something, right? So you've all in or a lot. If you go all in on something, it's nearly impossible to sustain that effort over the long term. And if you live on either end of going all in or going all out, you're either two two things can happen. You could be depriving yourself. You know, if you think about, um, I don't know, you could think about anything, but if you think about like nutrition or eating, if you're going all in on this plan, say you're doing keto or you're eating a paleo diet or whatever, you're going all in on it, really hard to sustain from a mental perspective and um, can lead to a lot of like deprivation and um, also can cross over into perfectionism very quickly. Or you could be living in excess. If you're like, forget it, you know, it's done. I can't maintain this. So I'm just going to eat, you know, everything and lots of it. So either one of those extremes is not necessarily a healthy place to be. And your language around these things might sound like always, like words like always, never, ruined, I'm going to crush it, or I'm going to fall on my face. Uh, these kind of extremes all the time, right? All in, all out, go big or go home, like all this messaging. And we've gotten these messages for years too. So not only are brains hardwired to work in this way, but also society has reinforced a lot of this over time. And especially in like the fitness and health industry, nutrition, like that I find, I have found in my own personal journey that a lot of it exists in that in that world as well. And I want to share with you a story, a personal story from my business that um, is very, I, I was like living this real time last week. So I have this potential opportunity to do something that I've never done before and speak to a group of people that I've never spoken to this, not only this particular group of people, but this kind of like this setting. It's in it's in the corporate sector, which, you know, my background, I do have some experience in corporate, uh, but my more recent experience is within education for about the last 
20 years or so. So that 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 feels very different, right? Like I know I know the players, I know their I know their day to day. So anyways, I have this potential experience uh, potential opportunity and I I I have it through a personal connection. And so, you know, it's it's still developing. I don't know where it's going to go, but it's really exciting. And so when I first you know, when, when we first started talking about it, I got really excited and I was like, okay, I can't wait to do this. Like, this is going to be awesome. I know I can do it. And then all of a sudden the panic set in and I was like, I had two thoughts. One, I wonder who else I know who could do a better job than me. (laughs) That was one thought. That's not quite all or nothing, but that was definitely my imposter syndrome, which is a whole different topic we can talk about another time. But that was, that was my first thought. And then it was, oh my gosh, what if I embarrass my personal connection? What if I completely fail? And then I was, so that obviously, right? Like, what if I fail? By the way, failure, I'm not sure what I meant by that, except to say that if I'm presenting to a group of people and they all feel like it was a waste of their time and like, I would consider that a failure. So that's what I mean in in this particular case, when I say failure, I don't even like love that word, but in my mind, this is how I was thinking about it at the time. And by say at the time, I mean like a week ago and I had a, an appointment with my therapist. So I was talking to my therapist about this and I was like, I, I said something like, you know, I could either like, crush it and it'd be amazing or it could like fall on my face and totally embarrass my friend. And he was like, or it could be somewhere in the middle. Like maybe not everybody will think that was the most amazing thing they've ever heard, but maybe they would think like, oh, that was decent. I took, I have a couple of takeaways from that. And I was like, oh, wow. I didn't even catch myself until I said it out loud. I'm like a verbal processor. This is why I go to therapy probably why I started the podcast, but I really get a lot out of talking things out. And like, that is just how I kind of work things out. So I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I was completely doing this all or nothing with this situation. I could either crush this opportunity and just, they would think I was the greatest thing since sliced bread, or I will embarrass my friend. Um, I mean, maybe neither, right? Like probably neither. Probably it'll be somewhere in the middle because in life, that is truly where most things fall. <laughs> like that's where 99% of things live is, is in that middle gray area. So I was like, oh, wow. Like I really needed that reflected back to me. And just like another thing about coaching or therapy is that when you say things out loud, you don't always catch it until somebody reflects it back to you. Like, and he's like, you know, maybe it could be somewhere in the middle. I was like, oh my gosh, wow. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing, but that's what I was doing. I was thinking it had to be at one end or the other, either fail or crush it. Those are the two options. And that's just not true. And so after having that discussion, I went back and I made a list, which is, by the way, exactly what I would do with a client. Like, okay, let's make a list of all the other options that could happen. You know, what are some things people might think about the the session or whatever? So it was like, okay, there are all these things in the middle, all these gray, gray area items that would be 
not crushing it and not failing. But like people would still get something out of it and I would still like learn from it. I would learn from it. I would learn from this new experience. So when going back to that thinking habit loop that I mentioned at the beginning, so that let's just plug this situation into that. So the experience, the circumstance is I have a personal connection who is thinking about bringing me in to do some work with people. And that's the, that's the situation. That's the circumstance that's neutral, right? That's just like factual. Now my brain interprets that opportunity according to my thinking habit, which sometimes can be very all or nothing. And so in this case, that's what happened. I'm either going to crush this and it's going to be amazing, or I'm going to fail and embarrass my friend. Those are my two options. And so my action was, I kind of froze a little bit. I froze a little bit. I had a lot of self-doubt. Luckily, like this wasn't something that needed, I needed to act on immediately. So I had time to kind of process through this, but my action, you know, could have been, oh, I should pass this off to someone else or whatever. And then the result, I mean, my result, this all worked out for me much more quickly because I do have this, you know, I've done a lot of work on my mindset over the last five years or so. And so I could quit, you know, I did have to verbally process it out loud, but I could kind of quit. I could catch it. So, but let's say I didn't catch it. My thinking habit was I could crush it or I could fail. And the action there was, you know, maybe I asked somebody else to do it. Maybe I, um, I do put it together, but it's like with a lot of anxiety and strife and, you know, a lot of stress. And my result is I can't really show up in my full confidence because I have all this thinking going on behind the scenes that I'm either going to fail or crush it. And there's nothing in between. So the result is probably my delivery and my, you know, the way I show up is not the best version of me, or it's not everything I could give them. So see how like versus I have this, I have this opportunity, this experience, this circumstance where I have this chance to do some work with this organization. If my brain then interprets that with some flexible thinking, like, okay, I have enough tools in my belt to put this together. And I know that people can get X, Y, Z out of it. And it would be a good use of their time. They, it may not change their life completely. They may not, you know, write bad words about me on the other end of the spectrum. And then my action is I just proceed and I get the thing done. And the result is I show up with my full confidence, my full authenticity. I deliver a really solid uh, session and, you know, people have takeaways. So, and I just feel better the whole time doing it. So let's not forget, it's not just about this hardcore result. It's about how we feel getting to that result. Because if I feel terrible the whole time and, you know, my stomach is in knots and I think I can't do it. And I still, the result is I still deliver a decent uh, session or whatever it is. Still the getting there felt horrible. So that isn't really where I want to live either. So that was like a huge aha for me. And I was like, I have to come on and share this example of how all or nothing thinking 
can completely sabotage us if we're not paying attention to it or if we don't catch it. And I am someone who has been, I did, I I took coursework. I was in a, a mastermind around mindset. Like I have really dug into this stuff and I got certified as a coach. And part of our certification was about these thinking habits with the striving mindset, all or nothing thinking. So I've spent, excuse me, a lot of time with this material and still I didn't catch it right away. So it's like, if you're not really paying attention to your thoughts and looking for this, and it's not to beat yourself up about it. It's not to say like, oh, so you have to stop being all or nothing, all or nothing. It was just like, and and my reaction when I first noticed that with my therapist was like, oh my gosh, isn't that interesting? So I was not beating myself up. I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. There it is. Good. Glad we noticed that. Now I can course correct. So the antidote, like I mentioned, um, I may not have said these words, but the antidote to all or nothing thinking, this is going to sound super obvious by the way, but it's flexible thinking, right? So listing out all the other alternatives that exist in that gray area between the two extremes. So this is, and this is truly where the most progress and learning can actually take place when you're in that gray area. And that's where most things fall anyway. And that's what feels the best also, right? You're not, you're not putting all this pressure on yourself to quote unquote crush it, which were the terms I was using. And you're also not beating yourself up for for failing, whatever that, whatever that means. Right. So like I mentioned before, all or nothing thinking is part of the striving mindset. And when I work with clients, we use a, this diagnostic tool to help identify which parts of the striving mindset are most prevalent, because what that does is it can help me as a coach, but more importantly, the client start to identify these thinking habits more quickly as they appear and work to kind of reestablish a new thinking habit to replace it that will feel better and actually move the needle toward whatever goal it is you're trying to achieve or whatever you know project you're working on, whatever the result is that you're after. It's going to feel better and we're going to move the needle. So I hope that was helpful. I want you to be on the lookout, paying attention to your own thinking. Maybe in one of the next episodes, I'll give you kind of a tool, a way to pay attention to your own thinking. Um, But for now, just like pay attention to, are there areas in your life? Kind of think about your, you know, mental health, your physical health, your career, your relationships, your spiritual life, whatever it is, where are you noticing this all or nothing thinking come up? And then try to do what I just suggested about if you're noticing the all and you're noticing the nothing and oh, there it is, what's everything in between? List it out, whether you verbally list it out, whether you make an actual list, what are the other alternatives that could exist between those two extremes? And then you can move on from there. So I hope this was helpful. I would love to know if this resonated with you. And until next time, I will see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, friend. If you got value, it would mean so much to me if you shared your biggest takeaways. DM me on Instagram or tag me in your stories at Small Shifts Big Change and let me know what resonated. See you next time.